Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to the show. Bright and early here on your Thursday, January 26, 2023. Well, I hope you have power by now. Hopefully you are not one that is still without. But either way, you got your radio on, so you're... You're resourceful. Glad you're here. We are going to have a fun day today. Celebrity birthdays are on the way this hour, plus this day in history and national whatever day, plus random facts and your national and world news roundup. That's all coming up for you this hour, brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com, or you can call them 479-253-1234. Good morning. And we are expecting partly sunny today, high of 34 27 is our low tonight. Tomorrow, sunny and windy and a high of 48 on Friday. Saturday's forecast calling for windy as well. High of 50. Sunday, a 20% chance of rain back in the forecast and a high around 40. Well, celebrity birthdays now here for Thursday, January 26th. You remember Octomom? Well, her octuplets are 14 years old today. Cameron Bright from the Twilight movies. Alec is who he plays, is 30 today. Sasha Banks, the lady wrestler. And Koshka Reeves on The Mandalorian is 31 today. Rachel DePillo, who plays Sarah Reese on Chicago Med, is 32. Manti Teo, the former Saints and Chargers linebacker, is 32. Edwin Hodge, who plays Dante in the Purge movies, is 38. Chris, not Chris, Colin. Colin O'Donohue is 42. He plays Captain Hook on ABC's Once Upon a Time. Star of the 2018 Samson movie, Taylor James, is 43 today. Candace on Mom and Dora on TV Land's Impostor is, well, her real name's Sarah Rue. She's 44 today. Vince Carter, the former NBA star, is 46. Kirk Franklin, gospel superstar, 53 today. The sole surviving member of Wham! Andrew Ridgely is turning 60 today. Wayne Gretzky, 62, Ellen DeGeneres, 65, Anita Baker, 65, and Lucinda Williams is 70. Yeah, country-type rocker Lucinda Williams. And Scott Glenn, the Daredevil's blind mentor stick on Netflix is 84. And Bob Euchre, radio legend, superstar of Major League and Mr. Belvedere, is 89 today. It's National Peanut Brittle Day. We're 19 days away from Valentine's Day and 26 days away from Mardi Gras. On this day in history in 1784, Benjamin Franklin wrote a letter to his daughter 
supporting the turkey as America's national symbol, complaining that the eagle was a bird of bad moral character and the turkey was more respectable. Whatever you say, Ben. Uh, On this date, 1918, President Herbert Hoover, who was the head of the Food Administration during Woodrow Wilson's presidency, called for Meatless Tuesday and Wheatless Wednesday to help the war effort overseas. I'm glad that's not still going. Yeah, that happened in 1918. Uh, On this date in 1970, Simon and Garfunkel released their final album, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Fleetwood Mac's original lead guitarist Peter Green was arrested in 1977, later committed to a mental hospital. He pulled a gun on his accountant for sending him too many royalty checks. Yeah, and they said, well, this guy is crazy, so we need to get him some help. Uh, in 1979, The Dukes of Hazard, starring John Schneider and Tom Wopat, premiered on CBS. Just some good old boys. 35 years ago today, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera opened on Broadway. In 1992, following the Super Bowl, Bill Clinton appeared with his wife on 60 Minutes, denying an affair with Jennifer Flowers, as reported in a tabloid. I tell you, I don't even know that woman. I never even met her. Hillary, Hillary can tell you. I love Hillary. And Hillary said, quote, I'm not some little woman standing by my man like Tammy Wynette. Well, later old Bill admitted that he did actually have an affair there. And all of a sudden, Hillary started singing, Stand by your man. I've already done way too much singing for the day. Uh, On this date in 1997, you remember the Green Bay Packers won their first Super Bowl in 29 years when they beat the New England Patriots 35-21. In 2005, Condoleezza Rice was sworn in as U.S. Secretary of State, becoming the first African-American woman to ever hold that position. In 2010, the movie Avatar became the highest-grossing film of all time, directed by James Cameron, right behind the film... I'm sorry, it overtook the previous record holder, Titanic, also directed by James Cameron. And finally, sad news, three years ago today, you probably remember where you were when you heard that Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and several other teammates died in a helicopter crash with seven other people back in 2010. 20. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts brought to you by the Tees and Trails townhouse in Bella Vista. If you're looking for a peaceful getaway, come stay right on the golf course and steps away from the back 40 mountain bike trail. This two bedroom, two bathroom townhouse is newly renovated and sleeps up to eight people comfortably along with a bike repair and wash station and reverse osmosis water and a Keurig with both pods and a craft. Carafe. Excuse me. Uh, book your stay now as low as $99 a night at teasandtrails.com. That's T-E-E-S and trails.com. Your first random fact, the human brain has about 100 billion neurons. The amazing human brain, I tell you. 100 billion neurons. There are more historic artifacts under the sea than in all the world's museums. Under the sea! Yeah, than all the world's museums combined, there's more artifacts under the sea right now. 98% of Antarctica is covered by an ice sheet. 
and underneath the ice, the terrain is rocky and mountainous. 98% of Antarctica covered by an ice sheet. Actor Vin Diesel and Steven Spielberg bonded over their mutual love of video games on the set of Saving Private Ryan, and it was Spielberg who encouraged Diesel to launch his video game company, Tygon Studios. A couple of video game guys just bonding over a movie set. I mean, <laughs> just average, everyday guys. <laughs> okay, too much. Soda, your pop, your sodi pop, your Coke, whatever it is, has it been shaken up? Well, according to this random fact, tapping the lid does nothing. How can they say that? I've seen it work. This says tapping the side of the soda prevents bubbling, building up, and the explosion. I don't know. We might have to go out and test that one. Your next random fact, cheetahs are unable to roar. Unable to roar, okay. And finally... Farmers in China, Japan, France, and Iran use ducks instead of pesticides to kill insects that infest their rice paddies. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning to you. Looking for a high of 34 today under partly sunny skies. Remember, if you are looking for uh, anything that might be canceled or postponed, go to our website, kthsradio.com. Com. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Getting a look now at your worldwide and national news headlines. Headline number one, the Biden administration formally announced that it will provide 31 M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. This comes hours after Germany said it would send 14 Leopard tanks and allow other countries to provide German-made tanks out of their own stocks. The move quashes, for now, the rumblings of dissension within an alliance that formed last year to support Ukraine against a Russian invasion. Your next headline, Meta, also known as Facebook, plans to reinstate Donald Trump's Facebook account in the coming weeks. The company suspended it indefinitely in the wake of the January 6th Capitol riot after determining that he had praised his supporters' violence, according to them. Uh, The public should be able to hear what politicians are saying so they can make informed choices, Meta said. Your next headline, Elon Musk's team has been exploring raising as much as $3 billion to pay off Twitter's debt. His representatives in December discussed selling up to that amount in new shares of the company to help repay some of the $13 billion in debt tacked onto Twitter when Musk bought it. People familiar with the matter said the state of the fundraising talks could, uh, couldn't could be learned though. Musk's reps did not respond or comment. And your next headline, lawmakers are renewing efforts to intensify oversight of foreign purchases of U.S. farmland aimed at concerns over recent acquisitions by Chinese buyers. The bipartisan legislation would put the agricultural sector squarely in the domain of of the Committee on Foreign Investment in the U.S., the federal panel that reviews investments for national security interests. China owned slightly less than 1% of foreign-held U.S. agriculture land at the end of 2021, while Canadian investors held 31%.
And finally, cash is once again king. Your final headline, eager for high yields. Investors added about $135 billion over the past four weeks to Global Money Market Funds, a form of mutual fund that invests in short-term debt securities, including treasury bills and commercial paper. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. Expected high today around 34 under partly sunny skies. Should melt some of that stuff off out there, right? Tonight's low is 27. Sunny and windy tomorrow and a high of 48. Well, where is the most friendly place in America? Well, this is an interesting study done by YouGov because they asked the same thing that they did 40 years ago and compared the results. Yeah, how have things changed in 40 years? Someone asked 1,000 Americans questions about different parts of the country, the Northeast, the South, the West and the Midwest, and they compared the results to the same poll that was done back in 1983. One question they asked, which was, was, which part of the country is the friendliest? And our answer, collectively, collectively, has not changed. In 40 years, the South is undefeated as number one for where people think People are the most friendly. That's right. 47% of people in 1983 voted for the South, and 47% of Americans in 2023 voted for the South. How about that? Yeah, undefeated, baby. All right. The Midwest is next at 30%, followed by people out West at 15%. And the Northeast was voted the rudest part of the country back then and now. So, you know, the Northeast is 2-0. Uh, Here are a few more questions they asked and how people answered. Who has the worst weather? Midwest won with 32% of the vote, but it was close. The South said 28%, probably because of tornadoes, and 27% said the Northeast. The West was voted as having the best weather overall. Who has the thickest accent out there? The South dominated that one, 67%, and then the Northeast was a distant second Where's the best place for a vacation? Out West got the most votes. Yeah, probably because of the weather. Followed by the South because, well, you know, the ocean, Florida, stuff like that. Who has the highest cost of living? 45% said people out West do, but the Northeast was a close second at 44%. I mean, the South, the friendliest places, or the friendliest people, the best places to vacation, and lower cost of living. What's not to love? Where do most of the people who run things come from? Who run things? Yeah, is this like the elite? The Northeast got 47% of the vote, down from 51% in 1983. The big change was the South now ranks second as people that run things. 40 years ago, it was last. I wonder why that is. The South has the people that run things. Is that because of Bill Clinton? I mean, what? Let's think here. Texas? Texas. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe you know. You can text me, 870-505-1518. 40 years ago, when people were asked, who runs things? Where where do those people come from as far as part of the country? 40 years ago, the South was last. Now it's second place. So who is it from the South that people think is running the thing? I don't know. Anyway. All right, there you go. That's according to YouGov. You friendly, friendly people. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, today it's not a Florida man or a California couple. It's a Canadian woman. 
A 31-year-old woman in Winnipeg, Canada, was arrested this past Sunday after setting off she, three three crimes for the price of one here. She set off a firework inside of a crowded restaurant so that she was able to distract everyone while stealing a pizza. Oh, yes. Criminal Theft 101 created diversion, right? Well, then she ran outside and hailed a taxi. She got the taxi, but she started acting belligerent, so the driver tried to kick her out. When he opened his door to get out, the woman jumped into the driver's seat and started driving, dragging him about 30 feet down the road. So we got a firework inside of a building. We've got the theft of a pizza. We've got the stealing of a taxi cab, but also dragging someone. There's a crime there. That's four crimes, right? Anyway, the cops pursued the taxi, arrested her after she crashed into a snowbank. Okay, that's fifth crime. You know, a crash. Some kind of driving violation. Uh, She was charged with two counts of robbery, possession of a weapon. Oh, there's another crime. And failing to comply with prior court orders. Well, she got off easy. Fortunately, no one was hurt in the restaurant, and while the cab driver was hospitalized, he is in stable condition. So there you go. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, here's a cool story from an Arby's in Montana. An Arby's employee is getting praised after saving a customer's life by performing CPR during a medical emergency. This is Allie Wallace and her supervisor, Cheyenne Knowles, talking about what happened. I've had my BLS and my CPR license ever since I was 16. She's like, Shy, there's something going on out there. And I was like, okay, go ahead and go out there. I know she has some training in that. So she's seen it. She went out there. She acted fast. I did compressions for maybe like three and then he came back. Nothing around me was there. It was just me and him. It's like, it's nothing compared to like actually doing it on a human. That is a whole other thing. Wow. Very cool. Brave lady there to not just sit in the back and watch it happen, but get involved and save a life. I know that person has to be very grateful. And we salute you, Arby's employee, Allie Wallace, for being brave and going out and saving a life. If you got a story out there of someone doing good, we would love to tell it. Email show at IkeWingate.com. We are expecting partly sunny skies today, 34 for our high, 27 tonight for the low, sunny and windy tomorrow, 48, windy as well on Saturday, 50 for the high, Sunday, 20% chance of rain back in the forecast, a high expected around 40 on Sunday. Well, are you one of those people out there that loves Netflix and you love it more than you should because you're getting a free password from someone who's paying for it? Well, the window is closing, my friend. Netflix will reportedly end free password sharing by the end of March, according to several reports. Fortune and Business Insider both reported the company recently shared the news in a letter to shareholders. In the letter, Netflix said they plan on ending free password sharing within the first quarter of 2023. According to Fortune magazine, Netflix said that more than 100 million households are using accounts paid for by other people 100 million that is a, that's a lot of sharing going on so 
you think about, uh, I don't know, I don't remember what the uh, monthly is. Let's say it's 14 bucks times 100 million. I mean, that's that's a $1.4 billion, right? That they're missing out on per year. Anyway, obviously, 100 million people, if that is true, are not going to all pay for it, but some of them surely would, especially if they get, you know, sucked into that kaleidoscope show. Been watching that. That's where you can watch it out of order or something like that. I don't know. We, we got the order from um, our uh, family as far as the, the suggested order after they watched it, which has been good so far. But anyway, it's you can watch it in any order, I guess, or a certain... You don't have to watch it in succinctly in a linear fashion because of the way it hops around. Anyway, kaleidoscope is what it's called. All right, so what else we got going on here? So 100 million... Netflix said in a letter that the practice of sharing password uh, passwords undermines their long-term ability to invest in and improve Netflix. Netflix has already rolled out a trial of paid sharing in some Latin American countries, including Chile and Peru. Members pay an extra 2 or $3 for member accounts made for people living outside the given household. So that's a way to sort of shoulder the cost so you don't have to have a you know, entirely, I mean, you they might actually, this might backfire on them because other people might go, you know what, now that it's only 2 or $3, hey, why don't you, you and me team up and share? I'll give you half the money every month. For those who plan on subscribing themselves to avoid paid sharing, Business Insider reported they will be able to transfer their profiles to a new account. So if you're worried about that, anyway, that is very interesting. That is coming at the end of March no more password sharing on Netflix. So get ready. Good morning. Now, your headlines. John R. Tyson, the chief financial officer at Tyson Foods, pleaded guilty this week to two misdemeanor charges related to him being found sleeping in someone else's home last year. Tyson, 32 years old, was arrested just after 2 a.m. on November 7th and charged with criminal trespass and public intoxication. He later issued a public apology to the resident of the home as well as the company's investors and employees. Tyson pleaded guilty in Fayetteville District Court this week to public intoxication and criminal trespass, ordered to pay a $150 fine on each charge, plus court costs, which is a total of $440. And Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders signed an executive order this week to increase the state's profile as an outdoor tourism destination. The order created the Natural State Initiative and Natural State Advisory Council. First gentleman Brian Sanders will oversee the council. Sanders is an avid outdoorsman and assumes the volunteer role as the council's head to champion the state's natural assets. Other council members will be recruited from those interested in Arkansas outdoor recreation. The council will coordinate with state departments to promote outdoor business facilities uh, facilities and opportunities. Its yearly report to the governor will include recommendations and advice for outdoor tourism growth. And finally, the University of Arkansas has issued a directive to ban TikTok on university devices and networks in the interest of security. They announced this week, the University of Arkansas system believes these actions are in the best interest of the information security for all institutions in the U of A system and are consistent with the executive order regarding TikTok released recently by Governor Sanders 
That's uh, according to the U of A in an announcement. They are banning TikTok. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Good morning. Are you one of those people out there who cannot be separated from your phone? Not even for just a few minutes. If you forgot your phone at home today, you'll be pulling your hair out by lunchtime. Is that fair? A new poll found that we can only survive a few hours before we go nuts without our phone. Now, this is according to a, a new poll on SWNS. The average answer for people saying how long they could go without their phone was five hours and 11 minutes. After that, we'd really be jonesing. Uh, over half of people said they'd barely communicate with anyone if they didn't have their phone. I guess you could go on your computer or use a landline, one of those old-fashioned phones, a landline. People also said they'd only survive about five hours without access to a TV. Come on. You can survive without access to a TV. You have a radio. Uh, but there are a few other gadgets we could go longer without. So as long as we had our phone, we could go three days without our laptop. And gamers said the same about their gaming consoles. Uh, as long as they had, as long as they had the, uh, the, the phone. All right. The poll found the average adult uses their phone for a total of three hours and 34 minutes a day. If you have an iPhone, I don't know about the Androids and other phones, but there's an app or a built-in thing called Screen Time. It tells you on average, I guess you could ask it to tell you more often, but mine tells me once a week. Here's where, here was your average this past week. And it's always kind of depressing. But when it goes down, I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty good. Now, I use the phone a lot to browse stories and things for this show. And so it is, ever since I started doing this show, it has driven up my daily average screen time to over four hours plus uh, on the phone. So anyway, I'm not, I'm in the, yeah, I'm above average or below average. I don't know as far as using the phone too much. Uh, Without the phone, 38% of people said they'd feel totally disconnected, 27% would feel isolated, and 25% would immediately feel lonely. Well, here's here's an idea. Go talk to someone in person, a real person. It's better than talking on the phone anyway. Anyway, that's a poll according to SWNS. Where do you rank there? Could you survive without your phone longer than 5 hours and 11 minutes? And if you left your phone at home, what would you do? I'd probably go a little nuts, not going to lie. Yeah, I've definitely uh, been about a mile down the road and realized my phone's left. And I'm like, oh, got to turn around. Can't do it. Can't do it. What if somebody needs me, man? Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.